Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. This is brought to you by our friends at Dairy Brothers Ford Lincoln, Steve Anderson, and the crew at Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT car and super super siding and remodeling. Our friends at 1-800-800-ROSE and Hawkeye Courier. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers in downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown Iowa City. Dirk Sterner Taxidermy. And our friends up in Cedar Rapids with Dr. Lance Forb at Diamond Dental. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Suter and Pat Hardy. Hi. Well, good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. A little froggy out there. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of see the sun peeking through now, but it took a while. It, it did. But uh, turn those, if you're driving out there right now, turn your lights on so people can see you better. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to burn out later, but... Uh, going to be a halfway decent day, mid-40s and sunny. I think that's all right. I think for December, that's all right. Yeah. Very much so. Mr. Hardy, good morning. Good morning. How are things? Not bad. Not bad. Late night last night. It was. Uh, well, I had someone covering the game for me, so I actually fell asleep during the second half. But well, to count yourself lucky. Fortunately, though, I woke up in time to, I mean, I don't think I got the copy until like 1130. It was so, what time yeah. did the game end? The game, well, let's see, the game 11, ended 11.15, yeah, 11.20. I mean, it didn't start till almost 9, I mean. 9.04. Yeah, I mean, just it was just too late. It was ridiculous. But think about, like, the people out there covering it. Like, um, I had this Adam Zagoria from Zag Blog. He actually, he, I knew he was going to do a guy. He did a notebook, and he um, did a game story. But their East Coast, that game for them didn't start till 10.04. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's just too late. Yeah. You think there were many people up reading it? 11 30 12 o'clock when everyone put their no. coffee up no. and then the next morning you, you don't want to read as much after a loss either so no. i mean i still don't think it's a great duke team it's very athletic it's got a bunch of nba players but iowa just fun i could tell they just never really found a rhythm on offense we, we didn't and uh chris couldn't get looks got to give the credit they defended him well they did i and... thought he got a little passive at times and maybe accepted the fact that they were playing him so defensively and he had a couple of air balls which is very uncharacteristic but he only took nine shots didn't yeah he? 
So yeah, no, he was. I mean, that, I mean, if you're looking at Chris Murray right now, the one thing you would say is, well, against some good competition, he's had three games. But the other two games, he still got double doubles. Yeah. Last night he didn't. No. Um, he didn't, and they only scored sixty-two points. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Duke won the battle in tempo, and um, obviously Fran was not happy afterwards. No, we fought him reasonably hard on the boards. I think. Yeah. I mean. Um, I mean, it's one game. I mean, I thought it was going to be more competitive. I thought they would do more offensively. I did, too. I didn't think Duke's defense would would just cause them to become as stagnant as they were. I Just really from the beginning. They and just, we just didn't shoot well. No. Um, but when you have Euless and Per... I mean, Sanford's got to... I mean... He's he, got to get going. He's, it's mental now. It's got to be. What's he? Two of nine... It's, someone said he's missed 19 of his last 21 shots. I think that's right, yeah. And shooting is his biggest asset, much like Bohannon. I know he's bigger and can guard more positions, but he's not a great defensive player. He's not a great passer. He's he's a great shooter when he's shooting the way he normally does. But when he's not shooting, he I mean it takes away a major part of what he brings you. They got to get him right, and they, they will. Do. I they will. I mean, I'm not ready to panic yet. I mean, now if they lose to Iowa State and then lose to Wisconsin, which then we might, that very well could happen. Then yeah, we're gonna probably see some Fran rage and. It will not be a good moment, but we'll see. I still think they're going to beat Iowa State Thursday. Well, I but sure I'm not overly so. confident. Well, you, I'm not either. About men or women. Uh, no, we could lose the next three games tonight, tomorrow, and then Wisconsin Sunday, and that would not be. Uh, but then at a, least you got the port- you got the portal though. You can look forward to the transfer portal. Yeah, it can always when if you, if you get discouraged, you can always go and update the portal and see what's happened. Good old portal. <laughs> Do you love the? Oh, and God, and I'm not blaming you, but no, that's what Tommy said. I talked to Tommy. Just idiots on Twitter. Do well, you care that you have never heard of Peyton Man or Eli Manning's fake character? Uh, no, they act like that's making fun of us, and I couldn't care less. I don't, and I couldn't care less either. I got trolled. Well, I, I guess you were naming off quarterbacks that were transferring from, and you named off this. The, yes. Is it Greg Powers? Is that uh, or the Ted Powers? Or... He dressed up as as a walk yes, guy. And, and it was a great video, but, but I wasn't. A, I was aware of it, but I didn't know the details. I remember when it happened. Like, but I couldn't care less. But they are acting like it's some big gotcha moment. I mean, <laughs> like I go to, and you know, there's what a thousand guys in the portal. Like I check out every single roster. Well, I don't even remember <laughs> you saying this stuff. Oh no, I remember saying it. I don't, and I guess I just you know. And I at the time, you said, "Well, he never played anyway." Well, which I, he obviously no, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> But, but I, I, you said him as a fourth-team quarterback at Penn State is what some guy who listened to the yeah. I don't remember the conversation, but I said, I well, then he obviously didn't play. No. But I didn't know that. Is it Greg Powers? Is that I, I don't know. Tommy, are you listening? Tommy knows that stuff. He might be it's busy something right now, Powers. But... No, yeah. I, I got trolled. Sure. Well, I, so did I because of not knowing your – yeah, whatever. But the fact that they thought that was such a big get. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, guys. The one guy said it was really awkward listening. I mean, oh really? It was just—it was passing. I just—you got me, guys. Yeah, I don't follow Eli Manning enough to know that that was the name of the fake no, character that no. he made. And where where did he do it? So was it a high school? What level? College? Where? No, he walked. It was a. a, a it was at like a, a, co- a college. Was it Penn State? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I just when I heard about it, I wasn't interested enough to look into it. So I get and I didn't. No. And, and we got burned for it. No, yeah. it, was, it was a great video. Really funny. 
you know, but uh, it was what it was, you know. It's not yeah. a big deal. But they, it was weird. It's like we should know that like the national anthem or something, <laughs> you know, or the, or the alphabet. <laughs> there's a lot of schools out there. There's a lot of crap going out there in social media. You can't there catch is. it all. There is. Yeah, I, I woke up yesterday at like 6.30, and I've got somebody already trolling me about that. I'm like, but I didn't know what it was until somebody explained to me. Well, I didn't hear anything about it till Tommy said. Somebody you know, embedded you in one of our in one of their rips, but you're never on Twitter, so you wouldn't I, see it. No, not very you know, So I just thought it was, I just thought, I'm like, God, seriously? And I just asked them all to go away. And <laughs> yeah, the, ones that would, the ones that wouldn't, I just blocked them. There you go. Gone. Good call. Hello. What was really awkward is when that guy found me in the bathtub with his mom. I assume this is another uh, social media reference. I have no idea. Isn't that a Little Feet song? Fat Man in the Bathtub. Oh, okay. With the blues, with not the blues, with mom. Not okay. with mom. <laughs> <All right. laughs> when, I don't think that would pass muster in give the him 70s. A, you didn't give him a rim. No, because I don't get it. <laughs> so you don't need Captain to decide your rim No, shots. I don't get it. No, you're in charge of the rim shots. Tommy, is that a social media reference? I don't Thank get that you. one either. If we have to, if we don't understand it, we can't. No, I can't bell it. No, can't bell it. No. Is, is this going to be this the? This could expo- be clarification. This we'll could see. be the explanation. Hello. Hello. Can you tell me, are the guys that are in Portal, if they're not taken by any team, can they still play in the bowl game? I pretty much the guys that have we, left have left. Yeah. Yeah, they've left. Yeah, they wouldn't have had any preparation. They're not going to just if a guy's out for three weeks. Not, oh, you're not going to do. You're going. Come, no, that's not going to happen. They're gone. So, now, if so they decide, in, if some of these guys decide in the next day, and like if Keegan sure. Johnson, I think there's still time to come back. But if if it goes all the way almost up to the bowl then game, no. no, no, they they need some time to prepare. Okay, so so mostly that those in Portal can't can't go anywhere. I mean, they just. Well, they can go wherever they want. It's just that uh, they got to choose. But now that they're in the portal, Kirk's not going to rely on them to play for the football team in the bowl game. If they want to leave the portal and come back with a certain amount of time, they can do that. But, no, the longer they stay in the portal, the more unlikely that is to happen. And Arlen Bruce was tweeting a thing. He got an offer from Mississippi. That that doesn't look like he's coming back. I mean, no. So, but. But, yeah, no, they, they wouldn't be – if they couldn't just test the portal for three weeks and I'll say, hey, Kirk, I want to play in the game, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> okay, and I watched Illinois play last night. They looked pretty good against Texas. They, they sure did. Well, they are good. Yeah, Illinois is a good team. Yeah, real good. Yep. And Wisconsin looked good, uh, too. And Iowa, they, they hit threes all over in practice, but they come to a game and they just have troubles with their threes. I'm just guessing most teams hit threes in practice. I, yeah. <laughs> That's Unguarded, probably true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, they got to get better. They got to shoot better. They got to get Sanford right. And, they, you know, they can't afford Chris Murray to have less than 10 points in a game. It really stunts yeah, them. Yeah, that's so. true. So, but true. Still so, just one so game. What do you think the women will do? Uh, it's going to be tough. I don't have a feeling either I way. I don't feel great about it, to be honest with you. I just, and I've watched every game they've played for the last six years. But it doesn't mean anything. We could win or we well, could lose. If the Iowa State women start playing like they did in the second half of that North Carolina game, well, I think we'll win. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the center does against I'm, Iowa. I'm concerned with that. that well, the center up. just gives them a whole new dimension that yep. we didn't think they were going to have. Yeah, yes. And she's really good and really tall. <laughs> well, they got a big okay, crowd. Guys, All right, Karn. Thanks. Let's hope. Let's hope that we can win tonight and the boys can win tomorrow. Yeah, right, that would sure help, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yes, it would. Okay, let's, 
Have a good day. See ya. Yeah, I got Susan Harmon covering that. She does a great job of covering the women's team, and it's, it should be a real good game. They yeah. got uh, just a few tickets left for that game too, so it's going to be a huge. And crowd. I'm sure there's going to be some Iowa State fans there too. Oh, I would imagine. Sure, there will. All right, now I'm going to ask a stupid question. It's a Neil fight. Um, can people? Can players go into the portal after a bowl game? Sure. I mean, is the yeah, portal yeah. still open? Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, okay. some probably wait to see. There will probably be a lot of some, people. I think there do. will be, yeah. No, the portal's it's always giving. And I don't know why you wouldn't wait. So most of these people wait and, and play their bowl game and then go into the portal. Why? You get a head start on getting offers while they're well, out I there. Guess so. yeah. I guess so. And if you wait too long, you get burned. And then you can get, you know, get go to the, your new school for the next semester. Yeah, and if you're Arlen Bruce, oh, I don't true. think you're going to experience enough in the bowl game to think that maybe the offense – I mean, this offense is – there's this offense needs more than a bowl game to fix itself, and I think some of these guys are leaving because they want to play in a better offense, don't you think? Yeah, sure. And I think some of the defensive guys might be leaving because they're worried about playing next year and doing as well as they did but hardly having anything to show for it because the offense is so bad. I'm real sorry about Terry Roberts, too. I liked him a lot. Oh, I did, too, but Justin Jacobs, to me, is maybe even a big bigger surprise. loss because they're yep. so thin at linebacker. Yep. Hello? I'll follow Jim's stupid question with my own stupid question. <laughs> All right. um, with, it, with it being finals week, and if Cade um, was already um, in the spring semester enrolled, could he technically suit up for the bowl game? I had read somebody who had read that they that there was a way he could have, but he's hurt. I mean, he's injured, which eliminates that. But I don't know exactly what the rules are. I know Kirk's not thinking about doing that, but no, he's he's had surgery, so he's mending. It sounds like he's going to be at the basketball game tomorrow night. He tweeted Iowa City Thursday night. Yes, he did. And of course, it just it was like Jesus coming back. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's just it's Thanks. just amazing. You bet. Thanks, caller. I don't. Like, it is though. It's just. I mean, what social media does now. I mean, there's probably people. Well, I hope he is Jesus because we could use it. There's well, probably people crying on the other end of that tweet. They're so. I mean. My guess is he's going to be at the game. I haven't. They haven't sent any emails about him being available for comments, but it'll be interesting if he shows up at that game and they sit him where a lot of the football players sit. My guess is he'll be mobbed by fans because he is sort of considered the savior yes, of Hawkeye football. Do you yes. remember the Michigan game where they announced Jim Harbaugh as their football coach and he came out with the spotlights and everything? I vaguely remember oh that. Oh my I mean, God! It was like this. It was like the second coming. Well, and it's proved to be accurate. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and Harbaugh's hiring is a little bigger deal than well, of Kane course. McNamara then, yeah, well. <laughs> to Iowa, but I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at some of the numbers, this is uh, courtesy of M. Farrell Sports. Okay, these are the updated Big Ten transfer portals entries. Wisconsin, 11. Uh, Maryland, 13. Indiana, 10. Nebraska, 9. All pretty similar. Iowa Rutgers eight, uh, Penn State six. Don't know if that includes Powers or not. I'd guess it doesn't. I'm guessing it probably doesn't. Probably doesn't. Uh, Minnesota six, <laughs> Michigan State six, Michigan three, Purdue three, OSU two, Illinois one. What about Northwestern? Six. Six. Okay. Illinois one. Hey, everybody loves Brett. Red. So far, that's a that's a good sign for them. Well, I mean, Maybe. you can interpret portals. You could also say that the schools that have high numbers are being aggressive to try to revamp their rosters too. But Illinois, why would you? I mean, they got a good thing going. They won well, plus eight. Plus, they games. had a lot of transfers. They did. In. They won eight games, and they've used so, a lot of transfers. So, yep. 
uh, some schools I think are going to be up some years in the portal down this year for Iowa. I think, I don't think Kirk wants to do this. I don't think Kirk wants to make a habit of having off seasons like this Oh or, God, no. or December's and November's like this. I mean, the McNamara thing fell on their lap in some ways, it seems like, but the fact that they've got Phil Parker out interviewing cornerbacks from Harvard and what have you, I mean, and they got a, a Western Michigan, I saw Hawkeye report Blair, which funny is it's kind of almost turned into a second recruiting cycle oh, and all the West so. and all the guys like Blair and those guys that just follow these guys to the end of the earth. They're back now. It's kind of no, very much. It's so. very much like that. So you can kind of use look at those guys to see what they're doing. I mean, and there's going to be another yes, blip it's after just, the bowl. Games. It's just more recruiting. Yeah. We have a call. Yep. Hello. Hello. Hey, um, is Colorado's portal like 106? I don't know. He told them all to leave. Didn't he tell them all to leave? Yeah. In no uncertain terms. Yeah. Well, let's see. I don't know that I See if they have Colorado. You could probably Google it and it would come up. Well, here's what I do have. Uh, Texas A&M with 18. And they just had the number one recruiting class last year. Remember? Yes. See, there's so much shuffling. And what they go, 4-8 and eight this year? I think uh-huh. they went 4-8. and eight. And Stanford was 16. Okay, losing their Which coach. Which is understandable. Completely understandable. And my guess is those guys will be able to qualify at a lot of schools academically. Uh, you think? think? Yes. Arkansas, Arizona, 14 each. Coaching change. Is there a coach? No, Arizona's got a first-year coach, I believe. Uh, Maryland and North Carolina, 13 each. I wonder why Maryland would have so many. I don't know. Maybe Mike Loxley's trying to get more of the type of player he wants. I, what's he been there now? Is this his fourth or fifth year, Loxley? I'm not sure. I can't remember how long he's been at Maryland. It's, I'm not sure either. But, I mean, he's a real active recruiter. He's really good at recruiting. That's been his specialty. He's the one that built that Illinois team with Aurelius Ben. And the, mm-hmm. Remember the team that won? He was one of the ace that recruiters. Was a good team. So I'm wondering a guy who's really good at recruiting always thinks he can go out and get better so he's not really preventing guys from entering the portal. Maybe it's something like that because he is a good recruiter. Three more teams, Miami of Florida, Washington State, and Oregon. Well, Miami of Florida is in a mess right now yeah. under Mario Cristobal. He's, his first year has been a disaster for the most part. So Hello. Why Colorado's not in there, hey. I don't know. Hey, how what do you, what what do you think for the what amount of this is due to the invention of NIL? Do you think it's going to normalize? Oh, I think NIL contributes to it, but I also think COVID contributes to it. Somebody brought that up to me the other day. A lot of these guys that are in the portal now, a lot of the college athletes, they had a big part of their high school career greatly impacted by COVID. During that whole 2020 calendar year, you could have no interpersonal communication during the recruiting process so maybe some of these guys did make decisions that they maybe wouldn't have made under normal recruiting situations and now they're taking advantage of being able to correct that mistake that's just one theory that makes a little sense and i think what you said i think there's a number of factors i think eventually this will level off but i also think it's happening this thing's still relatively new the portal it hasn't been around that long it's still a phenomenon i think a lot of people i think eventually it will start to level off start to sort itself and i think the name image and likeness will do the same thing too i think I think eventually there's only going to be so much money. And when we have your guest on Friday, he can kind of explain that more. I mean, I don't think it's going to get to the point where five years from now, the starting quarterback for Alabama is making 10 million a year. Maybe I'm wrong, but do you think it's going to get like that? No, I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to level off. There's going to be a few of your super, 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 but not in a place like Iowa. No, no, no. Yeah. I I just feel like it's going to normalize out because everybody, they got somebody in their ear going, you can make more money over here. 
And maybe they can, maybe they can't. It's just uh, nobody's got their toe that far into the well, water. A lot don't find homes. Find At least yeah. a third of them well, don't find right. homes from what I've read. Right. At least a third of them are left basically out to dry. They don't have a place to go. They lose their scholarships. They lose their scholarships. Right. It's really sad. Yeah, right. I remember when uh, you guys had Fran on last, well, it was in the spring, and he said, hey, you enter the transfer portal, and I can't do anything for you. And and that, that's a sad state of affairs if the guy doesn't get chosen by another team. No, that's you're right. It. He's just out to drive. I do remember him saying that. And, and Fran didn't have to bring Josh a gun no, to lay back, but he did, partly because they need a big man, but I think he partly did it because he, he wants to try to help Josh. And But, no, that's the risk. If you're one of these – I mean, some of these guys that enter the portal, they're doing it because they're at a Power 5 blue blood, they're disgruntled, and they know they're going to find a home. There's a lot of those, but there's also ones and on the fringe. some of them will get maybe a decent little NIL And they'll boost. get some NIL money. Yeah. And then you've got cases like McNamara where you can get some good NIL money and you know you're going to go to a place and play. There are some – cases where it's good but there's also ones where guys take a chance because they're unhappy they're impatient and they end up it backfires right all right thanks a lot guys. Yep, thanks. thank you wow we've had a so it'll be interesting to talk to brad henricks on uh or heinrichs i'm not positive of the pronunciation but well he can tell Friday. us when we have him when he we mispronounce sure it he can correct yes. us are you going to ask him about chase powers uh no about what it would take to get him because he'd probably I'm say, sure you think know. he's heard of i bet he's heard of chase powers i don't oh, know had you heard of it hunter if somebody would have said chase would you have known it no was? no i i remember the story but i don't I, i'm I, guessing I those guys that reached out to us on twitter are probably somewhere between like 17 and 25 probably or 17 and 30 and they probably saw that eli manning thing and it just made their day well they win yeah. they got me i still remember sid finch so it, yeah, I remember. Sid I remember Sid Finch. <laughs> I don't remember believing in it totally though when I read it. Did you? No, I no. Mean, it, it was so ridiculous. It was just when too you read ridiculous. The, and then at the end, of course, it, it, it revealed itself. What? Like how that. fast was he throwing? One fourteen, one fifteen? Yeah, consistently. Now there are guys that throw consistently between one hundred and one hundred and five. Now. now there are. You bet. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, they're, unfortunately, they're not on the Cubs. But Cubs did get Cody Bellinger for a year. They did at they a bargain did. price. I mean. I've seen him play well. I mean, you could do worse. That's how they're going to be, though. Well, that's uh, that's that's the Cub thing. Well, you know, he's washed up. He's not. You know, well, only they got him for seventeen million. I mean, yeah, it's not a bad deal. For Aaron them. Judge makes that in a hiccup now. So. Yeah, it's a thirty. What is he? Three hundred sixty million. Forty million. I didn't realize that. What's his name? Out west, um, Trout. Four hundred twenty-five million. Wow, and that's something <laughs> for that's twelve just years. Astounding, isn't it's it? It's astounding. And has he ever been in the playoffs? I don't I think I, I don't know how many times I've ever even seen him play. They're not on TV very much. I don't follow, follow Major League Baseball Network. I can't remember if I've ever even seen Mike Trout maybe play more than once or twice. He is. Is his nickname Trouser? <laughs> Rainbow. Rainbow. Remember uh, Steve Trout? Oh yeah, Cubs yeah. pitcher Steve Trout. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, that's um, injured himself falling off an exercise bicycle. Aren't, aren't the Cubs? Didn't they just interview uh, Correa, the shortstop? I think so. Yeah, they've uh, apparently. From what I hear, they've interviewed every free agent shortstop. Well, Trey out there. Turner just signed a twelve-year deal with Philly, so they're yeah. not getting him. No, and that's a lot of years, man. Yeah, and like I said, I like kind of how the Mets Mets gave Verlander two years. It's a risk. They gave mm-hmm. him a ton of money, but the the Degrom got what six or seven years from the from the Rangers. 
Yeah. And Hayes had a lot of army problems, hasn't he? See, I don't like giving well, pitchers a go, ton of years. Go into those longer term contracts, you do take a risk. Especially like with huge pitchers. You know, Especially with pitchers. The Mets are still paying Bobby Bonilla. I just love that. I mean, that. isn't that just I astounding? Just Every July 1st, they've got to send a big check. But, well, you know, what they're paying him, though, in the big scheme of things now is. I got a million oh, dollars a year. Yeah, nothing. nothing. It's but, nothing. It's a million and, dollars a year, isn't it? Yeah, it's a million like dollars a year. He got that for. He got. Tw- 20, spread over 25 years, something like that. Yeah. That's a way to do it. I don't know why yeah. more players don't do that. I mean, he's a millionaire for the rest of his life, no matter how bad – his. I guess he can make bad investments. But, yeah, yeah, that is one of those unusual contracts. But I get the – I mean, Billinger – if they can get Billinger and Correa – is that his name? What's his first name? Alex Correa, is that what it is? Shortstop, yeah. right? Yeah. That would definitely be a step up at least. Oh, sure. Now, but then they have no bullpen. They have no pitching. I mean, they have no power. I mean, they did. I mean, I think they signed a Yankee pitcher, but I can't remember who it is. What, like ninth in their? I mean, not anybody that the Yankees probably cared about, or they would have paid him. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but we'll see. I don't want to be. I mean, they're at least trying to do something. You know, they had a pretty decent second half of the season. Um, who but, the Cubs? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I. But that's just. But sad. you know, as a Cub fan, you know that's. That's the bar. Well, well we, that's we just, didn't suck in the second half. That's just, yeah, there's too much of that with Cub fans. Mm-hmm. That's settling. No, they have a lot of work to do to get better. Oh, they sure do. There's no reason the Cardinals should always be better than the Cubs. Not always, but almost always. they almost are always. most of the time. Almost always they're better. Yeah. Well, they've got, a, they've got a solid farm system. Well, and, why don't the Cubs have a solid farm exactly. system? Exactly. At one point they did. And, yeah, at and, one point. Yeah, and you'd think you'd be able to f- keep perpetuating. The that. reason the Cubs are in this place now is because the Ricketts don't want to spend money on players and win. They'd rather make money on the periphery with their. Yes. Their yeah, investment. and they've invested heavily in the periphery, and yes. our, our, I'm sure we'll. But make then a the ton product on the field sucks, and then not that they care, but you lose fans like me. I was this last season was the least I've ever paid attention to the Cubs since probably I can remember watching TV. I honestly, if I saw more than five pitches last year. I'd be surprised. Me too. I just mm-hmm. they, I I had no interest in watching a team that had been kind of it's kind of like reading the Press Citizen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Both things just gutted and depleted to where what's the point? To where right. what's the point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I had a friend of mine that's moved back to town. And we were talking, just could not believe what has happened to the news, to the local newspaper. It hadn't been around for like ten. And yeah. I'm not going to say the name, but hadn't been around for like ten, twelve years. And mm-hmm. a lot can happen in ten years. I've been gone for eight. Yeah, but it's, it's just amazing what has happened to. Newspapers. Well, a lot of dailies have become weeklies or twice weeklies. You know, the smaller towns and and uh, you. Did would I think, hear that the Register doesn't? Does the Register not print one day of the week now? Did I hear that? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't imagine. Oh, that. I can't imagine. But that. I thought I heard where some major paper is not printing one day of the week. I can't remember Yikes. which one it is. That is but weak. but yeah, it's no, it's just a. Can you imagine though? I mean, back in back when you were working there, I mean, you get you get the Gazette. You get the. Uh, well, you can still the, get them. They're out there. The Press Citizen on Sunday. You in the Des Moines Register. That was that was your reading. That was your day on Sunday. You'd get all three of those. I mean, they're all and, still there. They're just not yeah. what they used to be. I mean, well, yeah, and the Press Citizen. Although I don't know, paper. maybe the Press does the Press Citizen print seven days a week. Uh no, Mm-mm. they do a Saturday. Well, Sunday. and they don't do their own printing. No. <laughs> well, no. Nor does the Gazette. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, the Register prints the Gazette. That's why the Gazette's deadlines are so early, and why they. I mean, it's just a cluster. It is. And they, at least they get, yeah, yeah. At least the Gazette is uh, given it a. Sh- I mean, they've they've got. A well, it's uh, independently owned. They're not owned by a big freaking company gutting them and gutting them. Yeah, they're that's at least true. trying. They're at least keeping the staff and what have you. But, but yeah, when this person I was talking to, 
he's just stunned by how everything's now kind of shifted to the internet. He's not a big internet person, but he's going to start to become more. Going to have to. Yeah, Yeah. you you pretty much have to. Don Patterson's not a big internet person, as you can tell. I mean, whenever he brings something up, it's usually something he's... Don's one of those guys, I think, that likes to get up, have a cup of coffee, and put a newspaper That's in That's exactly uh, right. There's well, still and, people and like that. Wrong and, with and there that. ain't nothing Andy wrong with that. And still does that, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, does that every day. But it's yeah. just, you're just not reading what you used to. Right. No. Does she do that with the Gazette or the Press Citizen or the Red Gazette. Gazette? Yeah. Yeah, the Gazette is a lot closer to, to what it was 15 years ago than the Press Citizen and the Register. It's still a pamphlet, you know, size... Newspaper yeah. mostly. Remember well, when they used to be huge? Oh my God! Yeah, you, you look used at those to potty movies, train your dog. These movies from the '30s. You know, they're sitting there reading the paper, yeah. and their arms are outstretched. <laughs> the classified <laughs> section used to just go on and on. Unbelievable! That's yeah. when it all started. I still apart. have, I still have papers from you know when I was growing up. I would save papers with headlines on them yeah. and stuff like that. And it's amazing. You pull them out and how, how big, big they, they are. Well, one of the yeah. ones I have is obviously the day I, after Chris Street died. Mm-hmm. When we had the headline devastated, yeah, I still have that. I look at it every once in a while. It's massive how big the paper was. Oh like, yeah, I mean my arms are spread out the whole way. Yeah, and yeah. to think that that thirty-year anniversary is coming up here in a little over a month, and we're all—I'm sure everybody Another in the media. Duke. I'm sure everybody in the media will uh, will uh, address that. I know I'll probably um, um, write something for just to. I mean, you know, we're fascinated by numbers. We do things twenties. You know, we don't ever do, hey, man, it's the 17-year anniversary. But, but no, that was just a, a tragedy that touched everybody and still continues to touch everybody to this day. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be doing a lot of hurting during that. And I know ESPN, I've been told they're doing a 30-year anniversary special. So, But, but yeah, 30 years, it's hard to believe. It's, it is. It's, wow. Now I'm depressed. Well, let's take a break and regroup. What time is it? It's already, wow. Let's take a break and, okay, we'll regroup. All right. Yeah. Hawk Fanatic on the Mighty 1630 KCJJ. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Lincoln in Iowa City. Let me tell you why right now is an absolute great time to buy a new Lincoln. Custom order the exact vehicle you want from interior and exterior colors and a full range of equipment content. Your vehicle, your way. Plus, with an unusually high used car market, trading values are more now than we've ever seen before. Stop by Deary Brothers Lincoln at Highway 1 in Mormon Trek, Iowa City. There's a problem here in eastern Iowa. There's not enough Hawkeye fans. I mean, really, shouldn't everybody be a Hawkeye fan? Well, maybe not, but you should be a fan of my team at Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson, and my team of experts at Hawkeye Title and Settlement know what they're doing. Call us at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Hi, this is Jill Sterner with Sterner Taxidermy in Lone Tree. It's hunting season again, and I'm inviting all of you hunters to follow us on our Facebook page. You can view Dirk's award-winning artistry, his workmanship that he completes with each individual piece. We can be reached at 319-330-1774. Again, 319 319- 
330-1774. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago dog and the Iowa dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Today on Hey Culligan, Around the Water Cooler, here's Agnes. Hey Culligan, word around the water cooler is that I can get a water cooler just like the water cooler at the office, but in my home? Agnes, not only can you get the same water cooler that you get in your office, in your home we'll deliver it and set it up so you don't have to lug around those heavy bottles. So it's not just water cooler gossip? Agnes, it's pure, delicious water cooler truth, and it's already on the way. Get great tasting bottled water for as low as a dollar a day at participating dealers. Details at Culligan.com. Check out the best source for your Iowa City area high school sports coverage. Go to yourprepsports.com. Hi, this is Pat Hardy. City High, West High, Liberty High, Regina, West Branch, Solon, Clear Creek, Amanic. Your Prep Sports has all the boys and girls high school sports you crave. You'll get free, in-depth reporting from dedicated sports journalists on your favorite teams, football, basketball, golf, volleyball, track, softball, and baseball seasons. Profiles, pictures, video, and more. Get in on the action. Go to yourprepsports.com today and spread the word. OMG, stop! Stop paying so much money for cars at the big dealers. Eastern Iowa's number one pre-owned dealer, Carousel Pre has the same vehicles all priced less than the big dealer's best deals. Plus, $2,000 guaranteed for your trade, even if you have to drag it here piece by piece. And you get cash back. Up to $2,000 cash back on every purchase. The best selection, the best price, the best trade values, and up to $2,000 cash back. If you didn't buy it at Carousel Pre-Owned, you paid too much. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. We have a little patchy fog out there this morning. We'll gradually burn that off, and it'll be partly cloudy here this afternoon, up to 45 for a high today. The wind south will be coming north at 5 to 15. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, we'll drop down to around 30 overnight. Tomorrow, a little light rain and snow in the morning, changing over to rain. Rain will continue through Thursday into Thursday night. We could get a half inch to an inch or more by the time it ends early Friday morning. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 16. 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 25. Hawk Fanatic on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Uh, Jim Hunter and Tommy Lang uh, doing the morning show this week for Captain Steve, who's on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. And uh, we've got uh, the folks getting back into the studios, re- regrouping, setting themselves up, resetting, all ready for the second 
portion, the longer portion of the Hawk Fanatic program, right here on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Mr. Suter is ready to roll. We are back. <laughs> Most of us. Most of us are back. Two-thirds of us are back. And here comes the, here comes the final piece. <laughs> I like your golden black uh, flannel shirt. There. Oh, thank you. Very cool. Yeah, thanks. That's a new new uh, new addition to the Hunter uh, uh, clothesline. I like it. <laughs> so there you go. Flannel shirts, I think, are back. Yeah, I mean, I don't wear a lot of them, but they're. I've got one that I wear. Super comfortable. Yeah. I used to love them back in I the seventies and eighties. Oh God, yes. Yeah, they are comfortable. Yep. And they're you know fashion. Fashion's yeah. overrated, as you can tell. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big uh, fashion icon, if you will. Yes. As long as there's a. a a hood on it and a, a, a cap you can put on, you are down for and, it. And a logo. And a logo. <laughs> I will say the Jimmy V stuff, all the focus on cancer and stuff, there there was some pretty emotional for moments. Sure. The stuff with Dick Vitale, I mean, and going back yep. and hearing his speech. And it was cool having Fran and Patrick in that event. I, I you know, I didn't realize. Well, I did, but when I read it in the notes, this was Iowa's first trip to the Jimmy V and if ever there's a head coach that deserved to be in there, it's Fran. Yeah, it's like yeah, I said, sure. I just wish they would have played a little better. Well, that's the thing, you know. And, and I think that's how he probably felt. And I'm sure they're not going to line up and say, we got to get Iowa back. Yeah. You know, I mean, we didn't show up. Yeah, they just didn't play very well. Uh-uh. Yeah, and Fran said afterwards, he said uh, he just didn't have a shot. Uh, Chris didn't have a shot last well, night. Well, and Chris didn't. And, uh, and in fairness, you got to give credit. Duke defended Chris very well. Sometimes oh, it's the defense, too, and Fran did point that out. Yeah, Chris, part of the reason Chris didn't have a shot is he was being defended. He only took nine shots. No, Duke played a good game. It is, and there's probably two or three lottery picks on that team. Would they start two seven-footers? Yeah. And one of them was a guy that visited Iowa. and Filipowski. Filipowski. And I remember him tweeting that he loved his visit, and everyone had him coming to Iowa. <laughs> you know how it works. Yes, and then sure. next thing you know, he's committed to do. Did he get a crystal ball? I don't know if he got a crystal ball. <laughs> crystal ball predictions. Do you ever pay attention to those? I see, see that's them a sometimes. Big two, that's a big 247 thing. That's what they do, and that's kind of how they – and sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Well, I don't, sure. I don't pay attention to that stuff. I will admit, it's kind of nice having these recruiting just – these recruiting, I don't know what to call them, the, the guys that just every time a kid knows, they, they report every time one of these guys burps or, or, yeah. or anything, and it just makes it a lot easier. Because like Blair Sanderson for Caker, it's been updating. I mean, they got a receiver. I mean, I've noticed, let's see, a receiver from Central Michigan, D-backs from Harvard. I swear I thought I read something about You said you saw a Division II receiver? Uh, yeah. And then yeah. I thought I saw somebody from Texas Southern or something. But And I've had some people reach out to me and say, are you a little concerned by the level of the I, – I knew – I never thought it was going to be guys from Mississippi and Alabama and USC. and Those guys are leaving programs that are probably parallel, if not a little better, than Iowa. I think they're fully content on trying to find another Power Five and, and get a che- offense I mean, to get some a chance. Of them get checks. Yeah, too. and so yep. we'll see. I think Iowa's having to be. I don't think Iowa can afford to be as choosy as what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're beggars, but in a lot of ways, at receiver right now, they are beggars. I mean, they they are in a deep hole. I mean, they've only got yes. four scholarship receivers. They're going to have to probably take a chance on maybe a Division Two, maybe um, uh, JUCO. I mean, there's a, all so many different options, uh, or an FCS or a MAC player. I mean, this Corey Crooms, I believe, is his name. He had, I think, 57 catches for 850 yards at Western Michigan. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. I'm not sure if any of the current Iowa wide receivers could have those yards for 
Western Michigan. So I'm not. I wouldn't just snub my nose just because he's a MAC receiver. I mean, but they need to be. They. they well, we tough. need receivers. They need period. to take chances, but they also can't afford to be wrong. Think about that. That's yeah. a tough. That's a tough spot they're in right now. But they only have themselves to blame. They've lost a lot of receivers to attrition, and mo- the ones that have left, other than Arlen and Keegan, all left because they didn't project as playing time. So have you heard anything more about Regaini, whether he's coming back I've not, or not? I've not heard anything. Kirk didn't Kirk didn't really say anything, if I remember correctly, from his um from his um press conference the other day. I don't remember that being specifically discussed, but um I have not heard that and I know everyone they need a lot more than Nico Regaini or however you pronounce his name now. I mean, there's uh, that would help to get him it back. It would help. It would help, but that they're so far off. They need so much more than him. I think you're going to see at least two, probably three receivers from the portal. Gosh, I did that would only because that would only give them six or seven on scholarship. I mean, you'd I mean, like to have between, I would think, seven to ten receivers. And we saw this year if, with some key injuries and uh, one or two defections, then you don't have enough guys to compete. Well, if I mean, they're going to have a real – I mean, obviously they're not going to get any receivers by the time the, – the bowl game is going to be really slim. It, it is. How they're going to go about – I mean, what's Sam Laporta going to catch, 60 passes? I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how this offense – plays because Kentucky's strength is its defense. Well, and not only that, but it'll be a quarterback who's never taken a snap in a game. Yes, that. against with an offensive line that's really struggled with the worst receiving core depth-wise that I've ever seen in my 30 years of covering Iowa football. This is as bad as it's ever oh, been. Oh, for sure. This is as bad as it's ever been, and they're getting ready to play an SEC team whose strength is defense. This would be different if they were playing one of these SEC teams that just is wildly successful in offense but maybe a little weaker on defense. There's not a lot of those teams in the SEC. Kentucky's strength is like Iowa. They play really good defense. Hello? A novice to the porthole, just kind of like uh, the portal, uh, as most of us are, but I have a feeling you guys know a little more. Uh, okay. My question is um, – so these guys that have entered, are they they're not eligible to play in the bowl game? Is that how that works, or are they are? Well, they're they're not practicing with the team anymore, so they how they couldn't. As Pat, Pat said it earlier today, if they decide today that they want to come back, then be they with could, the yes. team, then the coach can if decide the coach to take them, them back. back. That's if the right. coach decides to take them back, but the longer they stay in the portal and don't practice, they the they, less likely that they yeah they wouldn't be able to play with the team. It's kind of what I figured. I yeah. didn't yeah. know if there was a. I'm not, a but no, I think that once you enter the portal, you can come back. You can come I and mean, look at Joshua Gundelay. Yeah, he exactly. was in the portal for so, about a so month. So I, I knew that, I guess. Yeah, but so yeah. Well, you answered my question. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So there you go. Thank All right. You. Thanks. It just seems it just seems to me like you have that month before bowl games, you know, mm-hmm. or or so. So it's like you're sending a completely different team to the bowl game, you know? Oh, without question. Yes, you are. And you look at the guys who entered the portal on Monday. I mean, by Friday, we're almost into a week. I mean, they've already missed three days of practice. But, yeah, no, it's it's going to be a different look for the – well, it's going to be the same offense. It's just going to be different players. Yeah, I don't know. It seems goofy. seems like it's almost like a semi-pro at some point when you have the – Well, it's turned into free agency. Yeah. Yeah. It basically has yeah. turned into free agency. All right. Well, thank you. You bet. Thanks. I mean, Kirk and Fran both said this was happening, and, and what they said is now some don't have a problem with it. Power to the player. I get all that. But 
I just hope it settles down a little bit here in the near future. I mean, I don't want to every off season to have to be chasing and updating Twitter portal updates every day. It just gets a little. It it wears you down. It just gets a little monotonous after a while. It's like the two or three days before the old traditional sign. Now the recruiting people love this stuff. They live for this. So that's fine. But I don't. You know, I'd like to see things get settled down and you report on stuff when it happens. I mean, the but none of the portal ones. Are, I mean, Justin Jacobs is really the only one. Terry Roberts, I'm guessing, Cooper DeGene and Jamari Harris are probably the likely starters. At corner. Yeah. Maybe he just wants a different change. And maybe the offenses, maybe he doesn't want to spend his last year playing defense and knowing that, man, we better be just lights out because the offense may not be able to help us. I mean, I know McNamara is coming, but right now you need a lot more than that. Well, so, we do. I don't know. There's a lot that goes into these kids' minds, but the Justin Jacobs one surprised me just because if Seth if Seth Benson doesn't come back. So what that, do you hear on that front? Anything? I've not heard anything on that front. I'm thinking, I mean, Seth was asked that every week for the last four or five weeks of the season. He says uh, he hadn't given it any thought. He'll address it after the bowl game. I Seth would not surprise me if he came back, but then you're also asking a kid to come back for a six, he's a fifth-year senior. Yep. For a six-year to subject his body, that's asking a lot. I mean, um, I'm not sure if Seth is well. If maybe he, my guess is he'll get a tryout for the NFL. I, he's awfully small. He's undersized. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. He does have that option, though. Noah Shannon has that option. John Wagner has that option. Riley Moss does not have that option. Jack Campbell. What if Jack Campbell came back? <laughs> he could, but he won't. He obviously. won't. He won't. <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, Hello. I, uh, I wanted to point out that the receivers, at least some of the receivers that are going to be playing in the bowl game, are the same guys that these two quarterbacks have been throwing to all season. So in one sense, we do have that advantage. Yeah, yeah I, I a, little I mean, a, a little bit. I mean, a little bit because right now their receivers are going to be Brody Breck, Nico Ragiani. Alec Wick, Jack Johnson, Caden Wetch. Oh, and Devon, Deontay Vines. I don't know. Jacob Bostic hasn't hardly played. There, play no, there is, there is some truth to that. That might help. They kind of know each other's tendencies and what have you. No, it's definitely not something that would hurt. And quarterbacks do have their favorite receivers. They do. And there's no, no doubt about My that. My guess, though, is Sam Laporta is still going to be Joey Lavis' favorite receiver. He'll be receiver. all right. Yeah. He'll do all but right. But, no, you bring up a good point. Yep. All right, thanks, guys. Yep. Constructive calls today. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's just because Captain's not here? Just get him out of here. Get him out of here, and we get a little structure. Get the nonsense out of the, the way. You get the nonsense out of the way when you ta- when the when the commander takes a little time off. Is that what? And we know he's not listening right now, so we can backstab him. Well, I, I think a lot of times the uh, the lead in audience is is tuned into Steve, so you get the, the 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 calls based on what happened earlier in the day. So that's Hunter's really kind of veiled, nice way of saying the freaks follow Steve Dar show. I. Believe that so. Kind of how you I, yeah, I, that's what kind of what I think. What do yeah. you think, Sue? And when uh, Steve's not here, they they don't. Uh, but he always says they're my people. <laughs> he's like, these are your people. Well, yes and no. I would like say. when Fake Ackerman calls. It's always he's my person. Yeah, that's not true. I don't think Fake <laughs> Ackerman started to call this station because of me. No, I think it's because of um, Captain. That's probably true. But hopefully, he's enjoying his time off. I'm sure he is. Isn't he going to Chicago to be upset? To get upset. Um, I know we've talked. He talks about it on the yeah. radio, so we're not. No, yeah, he's going to find out how much money he got screwed up. Which <laughs> too, I'm with you. I think that's just not going to end I well. Just think it's asking for trouble. I just, well, yeah, you're just going to get me. You're just going to get angry. But that's what he wants, though, right? He can bring it back I and can vent see, on the air. I can see him wanting some closure. On I think that. it'll be a couple shows too, don't you? Oh yeah, it'll be some. It'll be for some good script. 
I was cut to the quick earlier this week. Um, made me realize why I'm alone. Um, my first wife <laughs> brought up something that happened 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. And uh, in, a, in our family chat. How many wives have you had? Two. Okay. And uh, I'm like one of those Hollywood stars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. I was shopping for Christmas gifts for her and I bought her. Because I'm a young kid at the time. So are we 40? Are we talking something 40 years ago? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I bought her some lingerie. So we're with you. All right. So bought her some what? Lingerie. lingerie. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, wow. Something sexy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she opened it up, and it was about two or three sizes too big. And boy, did I catch hell for that. Is this how big you think I am? Ooh, ouch. <laughs> and everything I bought her I thought was the greatest gift ever, and she just kind of gave me that look like the dog that doesn't understand why... You're, you're yes. making that noise, uh-huh. everything, and I just I and she lavished me. I just started working a job where I needed a suit, you know, and tie. And she bought dress shirts and ties and pants and all this stuff for me. And everything I bought her just sucked in her eyes. So thanks. Yeah. So we were. Uh, my grandson is getting ready to move out of the house. He graduated high school. He's got a job at John Deere as a welder. He's making money. He said, "I like cash for Christmas." Rather than give you a list of stuff I need for an apartment, just give me cash. Great. And I said, you're getting underwear, and you're going to like it. And then she brought that up. At least oh, you, my God. And I'm like, oh, my. And I just, I'm like, my, no wonder I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave great gifts to my second wife, and she was very appreciative. So I guess I did improve. But to remember that, not only remember that, but to bring it up after 40 years, that was kind of cruel. That is in uh, front bleak. Of the, in the family chat. With the daughters. Hmm. It is bleak. <laughs> just looks like a bleak I, story. That, that boy, that, that took me down a, a dark hole for a little while. And, that you, night. and you just took us down that dark yeah. hole. Well, I wanted to share it with you. That You, you know, dragged us down into the wanted, 40-year-old muck. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying. I was giving it the... You know, the I, you should have gotten credit for trying. Yes. But I did not. <laughs> now, if you'd gone the other way with it and gotten to things that were smaller... Kenny, so you might have been okay. Kenny Jensen is signing with the Red Sox. Two-year, $32 million contract. Wow. wow. He's a closer in the major leagues, a really good closer. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, Bronny James expected to wait until the spring to commit to a college. That's kind of interesting. I'm just looking on Twitter to see uh-huh. how many guys have entered and joined the, the what's the latest portal stuff. I mean, it, it, like I said, it's just, it's just never-ending. And what's funny is these guys don't get a chance to announce it themselves because there's so many adult media news outlets chasing down these guys, trying to be the first one. That by the time Justin Jacobs had announced that he was leaving, it was already old news. It had already been regurgitated yes. everywhere. That's just the world. <laughs> and that I mean, made it official. And my last two, tri- I wrote this, the last two trips I went to the grocery store, yesterday and the day before, three people came up to be joking that they, they were going to enter the transfer portal. And none of them were really that big of sports fans, but that's where we are with this stuff yeah. now. That's yeah. just how crazy it is. And it is crazy. I mean, it really is. I mean, I just, I don't, rem- I mean, I could only imagine Hayden Fry trying to navigate through these times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, Hayden would not have liked these times. Why the hell are you leaving? <laughs> imagine Hayden on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if Hayden would have been on Twitter. He may have had an account that other people ran, but I don't see Hayden being somebody that would be no. on Twitter. And I'm, I'm Kirk's still not on Twitter. I mean, Kirk's got enough people around him that are on Twitter. Yeah. So their message gets out. Yes, and they're, yeah. And if there's something really bad out there, then he's got somebody that 
sees it and say, you know. I did see yesterday. Caden Pro- I laughed. I, South Florida finally got around to I offering Caden Proctor. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I guess we could use him. You know, I, I got to yeah, kick out of it. be all right. I mean, and I, I, you know, I like the fact that he had, and some people ask me why he's, that's a slight against, no, it's not. He can still be committed to Iowa and thank a team for offering him a scholarship. Oh, you sure. can do both. It doesn't have to be complete tribalism. The moment you commit, by God, you're not going to recognize anything else. He's just saying thank you for, uh, for showing respect in him and giving him an offer. Mm-hmm. You only go through this thing once. I don't think the Iowa coaches care about that. Now, if he no. goes down and visits South Florida and commits, then I'll change. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be a problem, but that ain't going to happen. No. I'm not really – I've had people ask me. I don't talk to Caden Proctor. I don't follow it. But from what I've heard and I've read, I, I think he's going to stick with Iowa, don't you? I feel that. I mean, I don't have any. I've um, had recruiting people who follow closely than me say that he's going to stick yeah, with Iowa. Yeah, so I've heard I just, that. But. And like I said, I'm not going to go try to prove them wrong because if he does come here, great. If he doesn't, I'm guessing the fog will lift and we'll move on. I mean, that's just how it is. The fog is starting to lift a little bit. It is. The drive was a little hairy coming in here. I man. bet it was. It Sioux was. Road, you couldn't see 15 no. feet in front of you. And it was weird on Scott Boulevard. I didn't realize it was even that foggy. But once I got onto that maintenance road, I'm like, whoa. It just enveloped me. Yeah. Yeah. Enveloped me. Enveloped. Enveloped. So, but, <laughs> but yeah. So did you watch the whole game from start to finish? I did. I did. Did, did you ever get bored? Um, no, not bored. Um, my problem is right frustrated. Word. My problem is I ate a big meal, had a beer, and was tired. Yeah, and then I just and I also knew I wasn't covering the game. I had I had, was I had somebody there covering the game, and I had photos already set up and what have you. So I just like I said about twelve minute mark of that second half. Next thing I know, boom, I'm asleep. You know, it it, it was just frustrating because, okay, first half we were in it for a while. Then got down by ten or you know. 10 it was or never so. a fun game to watch. Would you no, agree it with that? It just no. was not a very entertaining game. And then finally at half, it was six points. Should have been closer because of just we missed a bunch of bunnies. Okay. And I did think the game before took ridiculously amount of time. Those players were waiting in the tunnel for twenty minutes to a half an hour. That, that didn't help. help. That didn't help. No, I just thought it was too late. But it just was one of those games where they just never really found any type of rhythm or cohesion. Uh, I thought they were okay defensively. They were okay. I mean, Duke scored 74, but when, for Iowa to score 62, you know they're just com- taken completely out of their game. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys have any Fran audio? I'm just curious. Do. Did you guys play? Can, I wouldn't mind hearing because I haven't. I wouldn't mind hearing a little bit of Fran audio. Let's okay, see. let's see. Fran turnaround. What would that be? About the, the quick turnaround Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, okay. We can listen to that one, too. All right, let's listen to that first. Because, yeah, it is a quick turnaround. The game's tomorrow. Yeah. No, we don't look at it one way or the other. It's the next game. When is it? We'll show up and be ready to play. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot more made about fatigue. These are young kids. I agree. The game's 40 minutes long. You know, they could have played 80 minutes. Get on a plane, rest, get up tomorrow, and you'll feel good. And Completely agree. You know, we'll, we'll get a good stretch in, and, and uh, they'll be ready to go Thursday. That's right. what I like about Fran. A lot of coaches after a loss would maybe, well, yeah, this ain't easy. This is not easy, but we got to suck it up. They try to get sympathy. He does. He's like, no, this is. Get out and play Get your out and play game. your game. You're a young kid. I mean, these guys will go over to the field house or whatever and play basketball for 
10 hours in a day. I, I agree with Fran. I've always thought the fatigue thing. They'll be fine. All right. And this is Fran on Chris Murray last yeah. night. I'll be honest with you. You know, yeah, his shot wasn't falling, uh, and that's rare. But I thought, you know, 8.7 rebounds, three assists. I thought he was really trying to be a player. And, you know, and that's what he is. You know, he's going to have some, some killer shooting nights because he's a really good shooter. Okay, that wasn't one of the was one of those nights tonight for him. But like, he didn't force it, Adam. He he, he, he played the game the right way. That's the guy that was covering. Yeah, they were mugging him. They were denying him. They were chasing him around. They were switching on him, trying to limit his touches. And he just kept working. And I'm really proud of him for that. Yeah, I assume that was Adam Zagoria, the stringer that I'd hired to cover the game for Hot Friday. You know, he's a very prominent East Coast basketball. Mm-hmm basketball writer he specializes in basketball and i was I, so fran I, probably did know him. i'm sure yep. fran no he knows fran and um i'm iowa actually um iowa sports information helped set me up him as okay. a stringer cool and i've already hired a stringer for the um music city bowl he's already got his credential he's he's ready to go and i will be doing stuff from home too but he lives down in the area mm-hmm. he's familiar with nashville he used to work for athlon sports so he's going to do a game story and a notebook for me from the bowl game and then i'll do stuff from here and then photo-wise, I'll figure something out. He says he might be able to help me with photos, too. So cool. got that. Part of me wants to go, but I can do better coverage if I hire a competent stringer and then do stuff here from home. And I also, when I used, for some reason, I thought it was about a six. six it's almost a nine-hour it drive. It's a little it longer than I thought, and I don't want to fly. Yep. And if, like I said, if I, I just need a body there for Hawk Fanatic, and I got someone. All right, and then this is what Fran said about uh, DeSante Bowen last night, who played a very did play, very I, good yeah, game. he did play well when I was seeing. He's him. a gamer. I mean, he's 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 really talented. He's tough-minded. Uh, he was really going to get buckets tonight, but I think you'll see him as he develops, make plays for other people as well. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, Fran said after one of the games when he didn't play DeSante very much, he said I should have played him more. That's another thing I like about Fran. He will admit when he doesn't play a guy enough. And he'll kind of say, yeah, looking back on it, I should have played him more. I think DeSante's going to have to play more because I, Tony Perkins and Aaron Euless, don't get me wrong, I think they're both very good players. But I don't know if either one of them is polished enough offensively to where they're going to be able to avoid having off-shooting nights, especially yeah. Aaron Euless. I think DeSante Bowen is a better offensive player to begin with, whereas those guys, I think, came to college and were better defensive players to begin with. I think DeSante's got a lot of offensive skill that they're going to need. I think he just needs to get a little more relaxed, a little more comfortable with the speed of the game, and I think you're seeing that. Well, he was the the one player that I really enjoyed watching last night. Yeah, he was locked in. You could tell he wasn't intimidated by it being Duke and what have you. And, you know, a lot of those Duke guys were no older than him. No, that's right. He was just playing. And I think, I mean, they've got... Yeah, it's a bad – it's it always sucks to lose on a big stage like that, but I guarantee you Fran has moved on. Well, and I mean, so we're right at exactly the quarter way of the through the season. You believe they've played eight games already for a third – yeah, they're at one-fourth. One-fourth of the basketball season is already over. Think about that. So let's let's play some, some fake math here, okay? So you extrapolate that out to 32 games, and Iowa finishes with a 24-8 and eight record. Would yeah, you like to see that? Yeah, I would like to see I that. That's a little misleading. Because, a lot misleading. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I don't know how to read the Big Ten. Northwestern won – I watched that game at from start. Michigan State. And it was not a fluke. 
And I don't think Northwestern's worth a crap, to be honest with you. I really don't. And I don't know what to make of Michigan State. I mean, they Northwestern won that game. They they won it. Their defense won that game. And what's amazing is Northwestern's Ryan Ryan Young is a backup center at Duke. Yeah. Pete Nance starts at Northwestern. Northwestern players are or starts at North Carolina. Northwestern players are scattered all over the country and yet Collins was able to get that team together. They won at Michigan State. That's they're one and only unbelievable. Six and two. But I still don't think they're very good. Yeah. I still don't think Nebraska's very good, but Nebraska beat Creighton. Yes, they did. So I don't know what to make of the Big Ten. Fran will tell you that all the teams are good, and that's what Fran should say, and that's how they should think. Well, and all the teams have looked good at, at times. one point or another. Yeah, I'm not sure if Iowa could beat Creighton. Are you? No. I'm not sure if Iowa could win at Michigan State right now, but for some reason Northwestern was able to. But I also think I don't think Northwestern can beat Iowa here. Do you? Uh, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But it's just a crazy. It's I did not expect. I mean that Nebraska score. I thought that was a misprint because I watched them play a week earlier and they looked absolutely pathetic. And I remember we were in here saying, "God, I, he's just not going to get it done." Then he wins. Creighton was ranked like ninth, weren't they? They're really yeah. good. No. They got a really good team. Was it at Nebraska or was it in Omaha? Do you know? I don't know. Or for do sure. they play it that every year in Omaha? I don't know if they go back and forth. Either I, I way, there was going to be a lot of Creighton fans there. That's an impressive win for Nebraska. Uh, for sure. I thought Nebraska and Northwestern were the two worst teams in the Big Ten, and they have two of the most impressive wins right now. Indiana's not what we. I mean, everyone talking about how good Indiana lost at Rutgers and didn't look very good. I, wa- I watched that game. Rutgers is really good defensively. Indiana still can't shoot. No. Nope. If Miller Cop and Galloway aren't making three pointers, they are screwed. Yeah. And Trace Jackson Davis, he's going to get you 10 to 15 rebounds. He can't shoot. And Maryland got their first loss last night at the Cole Center. And that's just Wisconsin being Wisconsin. What was yep. it, 64-59? It was five points. They yeah. took it. They controlled the tempo. They slowed the game. Wisconsin basketball is Iowa football when Iowa football's operating at least somewhat full capacity if the offense is just being average. That's Wisconsin basketball. They controlled the tempo. Maryland had way more talented players. But Wisconsin won the game on defense. That was a great guard victory. It probably was boring to watch. I watched some of it. I did too. I watched. They're amount. boring. Wisconsin. But, I'll tell you what, Chucky Hepburn. But they good. do win. They do win, and Chucky Hepburn is good. Yes, he is. They better hope they can see. Chucky Hepburn's the kind of guy I could see him starting at Kentucky next year. And I kind of thought that that uh, big blonde guy in the middle, Crowell, Crowell, Crowell. I thought he played pretty he's well. Pretty good. Yes, he's a. Um, he is a um, big body. He's very a very sound, technical, what they always seem to have in the post. And uh, Tyler Wall is sneaky. Well, and he's also now good. a veteran. Yes. He always flashed when he was young. Now he's making plays consistently because he's one of the older guys on the court. He's four years into the system. He's just real confident, and yeah. his game has evolved. Y- yes. So, yeah, no, Wisconsin's going to be a tough out. They're going to probably finish in the top five or six, make the tournament, probably not vo- go far in the tournament, be very boring to watch, and fans will still want him to be gone probably. So let's do some more shaky math, okay? Let's assume or let's say that Iowa loses the next two games – that will put us close to the very close four. to the third of the way through the season at six and four. So you extrapolate that out, and that would be an 18 or maybe a 19 win team. Well, when this season started, I kind of had them winning somewhere between 18 and 22, 23 games. Uh-huh. And being a borderline NCA, maybe seventh in the Big Ten, sixth in the Big Ten. But then I watched them a few times and thought they might be a little better, even wrote that. Um, I still think they're going to be a top seven team, which will probably get them in the most 
the times the Big Ten oh, yeah. gets yeah. seven. Not always, but most. But I think you could be a top seven team and win 19, 20 games and maybe go 11 and nine in the conference. I think there's going to be, I think it's going to be like the West Division. I don't think there's going to be one team in the Big Ten that's 18 2, maybe Purdue, but I still think Purdue's going to hit some walls at times this year, too. Uh, Zach Eady's playing lights out right now. He He's sure just, is. if he can sustain this for the full year, Purdue may be one of those 15 and five. 16 and four type conference teams, but I see a lot of teams finishing with between seven and 12 wins in the conference. Well, and not that you can't do transitive property in, in basketball or football, but Purdue beat that Duke team by 18. Yes. Purdue looks really good right now. And their freshmen that have come in that Braylon Smith and what's his name? Foster lawyer. Foster. I mean, that's his brother. Isn't that, isn't that a band? Foster. I think Foster is his brother. And but I can't think of this kid's first name. Isn't there a band called Foster Lawyer? Or... Foster the People. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Foster of. and Lloyd. Okay. Country, country okay. Group. Yeah, he's got a brother, but this kid's a freshman. Does not look like a player at all. He really doesn't. He looks. I mean, but he can shoot. He can shoot it. And this Braylon Smith is way better than I thought he was going to be. He was the Indiana Player of the Year, but he's a very confident, pretty quick point guard. So yeah, was con- or Purdue's added some nice pieces to some good pieces that they already have. Now we only play them once. Don't I believe we? so. Yes. So. Purdue's always going to be a tough out. They might be the one team that you kind of put above. But every, I mean, Michigan, I've watched Michigan play. I'm not overly impressed with Michigan. They look vulnerable. Um, Michigan State, of course, we've talked about them. Um, I'm trying to think. Ohio State, I watched Ohio, a little bit of Ohio State. They're okay. I mean, they've got a lot of, you know, Justin Suing. And they still got the, um, what's the big center's name? Um, For Ohio State? Key. They still got Zed the, Key. Zed Key, they still got him, whatever. But I don't think that's a great team by any means. No. It's going to be a lot of tough outs, but I don't think there's any like marquee blue blood unless it's going to be Purdue. Although my sleeper team right. is Penn State. What do you have I mean I don't know what their record is right now, but Penn State I think has a chance to be a team that makes the tournament. I really like their head coach Micah Shrewsbury. I liked him last year. I liked what he was doing with that team last year. Now, I mean they got Jalen Pickett who's a fifth year um 220 pound point guard who played at Siena. They've got a lot of experience on that roster. I do like Penn State if they can still help the. Well, I, some of the projections have had as many as ten Big Ten teams getting into. Yeah, NCAAs. I mean that's easy to say, but what if the what if the Big Ten ends up just beating on each other with a bunch of which, average teams, which they do every year? Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little unless the other conferences are just really bad. I, I'll admit I don't know that I don't follow the SEC basketball. I don't know their rosters up and down. I know Auburn's good. Um, but the SEC has, I mean, there's not a lot of good teams in the SEC right now. Florida has hit. Florida's not great right now. I mean, there's really not a lot of great teams in the SEC. Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee's good. I mean, they're one of the good ones. But Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, well, Mississippi. Georgia lost to Georgia Tech last yeah, night. Yeah, Mississippi, Mississippi State. There's not any juggernauts down there. So maybe that's what they're considering. There's a lot of average teams in college basketball right now. Yeah. So, We'll see, but if Iowa can finish in the top seven, I think they're in. That'd be – I think most Hawkeye fans would take that Oh, right I, if they make the tournament, to me, that's a win. Yes, I I, I think any year Iowa can get in the NCAA tournament, I think that's a win. France pretty much got them there now. Right now, now if they end up going seven and 13, you know, that would be a step. And Fran would admit that would be – but I'm not ready to say that's going to happen. No. Just because they lost to Duke last night and didn't look very good. I mean, I'm like, I'm with Fran. You can't get too caught up in the moment. You just move on. That's what he's really good at. There's been times under Fran where we thought it was just the end of the world. Same with Kirk. And both of them are usually pretty good at eventually showing that it's not as bad as you thought it was a while back. Even Kirk, as bad as this year was, 
when they were three and four, they still they could have easily finished four and eight, five and seven, but they didn't. I know seven and five is not what we envisioned. No. Yes, the offense sucks, and it's like any time you compliment anything about Iowa football, you got to throw all the disclaimers in there, or you get ripped. <laughs> well, I wasn't shocked with the seven and five. I thought we were going to be eight and four. I picked nine and three, but then right when they lost to Iowa State, I remember saying yeah, eight and four, but. I think after about two or three games, we were all saying, wow, this offense is way yes. worse than we envisioned. Yes. Nobody could have envisioned the offense being as bad as it is. No. Nobody could have saw that. Even last year, they averaged over 300. Now they're at 255, and we talk about how the offense has made a surge over the last <laughs> time. They're averaging, they're averaging 255 total yards and 97 rushing yards. I mean, think about that. Well, we're going to need to do better than that against Kentucky. So I'll put you on the spot. Are you going to be okay. pissed if Kirk doesn't fire Brian? No, I don't think he's going to. But uh, well, I didn't ask you that. Are you going to be pissed that he doesn't? Do you think no. he's hurting Iowa football by keeping his son? Um, I mean, there has to be some accountability for At some point. A, a train wreck of an offense, and Brian's part of that. Kirk is part of that. Uh the off, oh, entire offensive staff is part of that. Well, he said he's going to conduct a comprehensive study. And to me, when he said that, I think that was your first hint that Brian's not going anywhere. I mean, the, the first, Maybe I'll be wrong. I mean, first thing that we see is uh, Kirk knew that we needed to get some uh, portal quarterback. And he went out and got it. Well, yeah, he needed to do that literally. One. I mean, I yes. mean he, they had to. They don't have anyone. I mean, you could say, Joey, but, you know, they obviously haven't seen enough in Labus and Carson May to think that either one was going to be their starter next year. Yeah. I mean, Hayden Fry knew Chuck Long was going to be his starter after his redshirt year. He didn't, wasn't worried about, about Kirk. Obviously, I don't think it's seen enough in either one of those guys. Had to do something. And you're right about that. And, but what's going to be interesting is this comprehensive study. I said – he. To me, it has. If you're not going to make changes, I do think a couple offensive, at least one offensive assistant, I think will leave. I'm not okay. going to main names, but I think one one it, will leave. And I don't. Possible. And I think it'll be mutual. I don't think it'll be one of these things where they're throwing somebody out on the street. It couldn't be any fun to be one of the offensive coaches this you year. Imagine it being the receiver couldn't coach. Couldn't have been fun. Imagine being the receiver coach yeah, this year. Exactly. But I think, and I've said this before, I think the first thing he has to address before. Anything else is his offensive line. I agree, and that that's one thing I'm concerned about already. There's not a lot of offensive linemen are coming up as people that Iowa is actively pursuing right now that we In know of. Yes. Well, I don't think Kirk feels they need – they don't have many – their offensive line cupboard is not bare. You may not like what they have, but they got – Guys coming in in their recruiting class, no offensive, they, hardly anyone's, their offensive linemen are all coming back so far. So, so do they you, don't have scholarships. And are you fairly comfortable that Caden Proctor is going to be a Hawkeye? I'm not really the one to ask. I, I will say yes, but like I said, there's a lot of other people on the Iowa beat that spend a lot more time worrying about stuff like that than I do. So I'm going to just say yes, but I to our listeners, um, I have heard of Caden Proctor more than, what's his name again, Greg Powers? I don't know who. But yeah. I, I, I'm probably 85%. You never say never these days. Dude, no. Because you don't know. I've never interviewed Caden Proctor. I don't follow recruiting that closely. I mean, how how you follow recruiting probably. Uh -huh. I pay other people to do recruiting. <laughs> how do you, what do you feel? I, my feel is that he's, if he was going to commit to Oregon, 
he would have done so. That's kind of what I'm thinking by now. He's already made the visit. I think the longer this takes, the better it is for I, Iowa. I That's kind of how I look at that. There's my words. I agree with you. We have a call. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hey, uh, another general knowledge novice question about the soul. Okay. Well, so we have NIA, right? NIL, yeah. NIL. Right, NIA's, that's an yeah, NRA, that's a National <laughs> Rifle yeah, Association. <laughs> and we have that, too. And the IRA, well, that's in Ireland. Do. All right, maybe go ahead. We do. Uh-huh. Uh, IRAs. Um, and then the portal. So my question is, uh, again, general novice question here. Uh, so when we're, hey, we need a portal quarterback. So is Coach ponying up money? For that, you know what I mean? How they get paid now? To well, no, that's what play? that's what the that's donors what the NIL do. Is for. Now, I guarantee the donors and um, this guy come Brad, Paul, Brad, he can explain it. I think they're communicating with Kirk. I don't think they're giving out money without Kirk's. Yeah, that's fine. We want him. I think there is, some, but no, it's not the the football team has nothing to do with. It. These are donors. NIL is privately raised money by donors that aren't connected to the football team, other than being fans. So how, how how much correlation is there, you know, say, on us snagging a quarterback? You know, do you think that there was anything? Do, is that general knowledge for everybody to know? If what? you received anything? Oh, he, we know he did. Well, yeah, yes. yeah. We, it's we already, don't know the figure. We don't, and I, I don't think he's going to say. And I don't. Uh, will he say on Friday how you, much? Are you comfortable asking him that? I was, I, I'm yeah, but I would rather. That. I'd rather have you ask him. He's your buddy on message board. You message board guys stick together. Oh sure. So we can ask him. <laughs> yes, money. Sure, we're all good friends. I, NIL was a factor in Cade McNamara. I somebody told me they paid him five hundred thousand dollars. That's what I don't know if that's been. Oh. Yeah. Verified. I don't know if that's true. That's not me. I have not said that. My guess is, um, I can. Is, what's his first name again? Cade. You mean? No, the Brad. Brad. I don't know why I keep saying Paul. Brad. Um, I don't know if he will confirm that. I don't know if anyone confirms that. But uh, nil was definitely part of getting Cade McNamara. It had to be. That's just the world we live in now. That's kind of what I was thinking. That's why I asked. And then yep. another question is, when does? So, is there a portal opening and closing? time you know like you can't enter oh yeah there's yes. time you can always say you're going to enter the portal at regardless but there's time like none of these guys could do it until this past monday they said it last week but that, they had to wait okay. till they had to wait till monday to officially do it sounds good so like it can't be oh, we're having a crap season i hate my coach and then game five well you can quit during the, you could quit during the middle of a season and say i'm entering the portal but you still have to wait until the time to enter there's there's time yeah, and there's yeah. been a lot of players that did exactly that yeah and yep. then they just don't play the rest of the season. Yep. They wait for their time to get in the portal. But they so do a, like, Go ahead. But all you have to do is announce that you're in or in the portal. Whether you're in it or not, the, the wheels start turning. So, you know, just looking at it from a strategic standpoint, you know, if you know that you don't want to play on this team any longer halfway through the season and you have – can you get NIL money halfway through the season? You've told your coaches I'm entering. They, you know, you're sitting down now. And you're collecting a check from NIL. Well, I don't know the when they. It, it depends. I don't know how that we works. don't know when the NIL payments start. They no. may not start until you actually get on the team and transfer to your next school. There you that, go. Yeah, I think that's, most, okay. that's a fair question. The kind to ask. of question we can we ask. can ask. Um, yes, um, but yeah, yeah, we'll ask him. But yeah, I don't know exactly how that works. But I think mostly it would start once you get there. Makes sense. I mean, because otherwise, heck, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna get 250 grand and uh, ride the pine for another month and a half and then go somewhere else. My well, guess is the that, checks that seem like a horrible deal. My guess is the checks stop. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. And I Thank don't you. think NIL was the biggest reason Cade. I think Cade McNamara came here because there's an opportunity. It's a big 10 school. 
was some – I mean, I know it's easy for us to just say how bad Iowa is because the offense does suck right now, but I think there were some other things. I think NIL was just part of the package that got him here. Yes, I agree, and I think also Cade McNamara feels comfortable with Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. I think he's comfortable with the offense. And I do and think he feels he can elevate it. And by the time this portal stuff's over, Cade McNamara may not even be one of the top five quarterbacks that were in the portal. No, I mean, this possible. quarterback from North Carolina State's got way more. Yeah. And then um, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State, he's got almost 10,000 passing yards. He can run. He's really good. I mean, Spencer Rattler. Spencer, is he in the portal again? I believe he is. The guy from South Carolina is in it again. I sure thought so. So Spencer Sanders is the quarterback from Oklahoma State. Please don't be spreading false information. Hang on. I know Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State is in the portal. He's really good. And I believe he's got like 9,600 passing yards. That's somebody who's far more accomplished than Cade McNamara. But I think Iowa felt it was a good fit. They wanted to get McNamara early, get it taken care of, and I give him credit for that. I know Rattler's had a really good season for South Carolina, but the team itself hasn't been very good. I know JT Daniels is back in the portal looking to play for his fourth team, former five-star quarterback who started at USC. He's been at Georgia. Now he's at West Virginia. It's amazing how these guys come and go. And he's the one who's looking for his fourth team? JT Daniels. He's uh, from Southern California. Jesus. But Spencer Sam. Spencer Sanders, though, that was the one that surprised me. I mean, he's leaving Oklahoma State. Or he may come back, I guess. But he's definitely testing the portal waters, so to say. Is that a phone call, Jimmy? It is. Hello. Hi there. How are we doing today? Doing Good. okay. Good. So what some of these guys, I, these everyday people like me, don't understand, I think, or don't get about the NIL is it is not pay for play, meaning they can't pay you for your performance. So a lot of these guys take Miles Brennan, quarterback for LSU, who who at the beginning back in August said, hey, I'm done. I'm not going to play anymore because of injuries. Uh-huh. He had signed five five NIL deals mm-hmm. and and he still got to keep the money. Really? So it can't, it's not based on performance because that's pay for play. It's based on name, image, and likeness. But isn't it also They're paying him? Isn't it also what individual deal that you work out to with the people? Can't if you're an NIL, maybe you could say, okay, you're going to sign this thing, we'll pay. You. But if you get hurt, or, or no, if not, if you get hurt, but if you leave, then the deal's off. Maybe he didn't sign. Maybe he wouldn't agree to a deal like that. No, I find that surprising that you would still get paid. But I think that's the, another question that we could. Yeah, that's another. Brad. That's a good question. We'll ask yeah. Brad um, because to me, the moment you leave a school. I would think you would stop being paid and they are being paid for their performance because the better you've been on the field, the more demanding, the more money you can demand. So you are sort of being paid for like Bryce Young's getting a million a year or whatever, because he's the Heisman trophy winner. He was had more. Correct. I mean, so it does but sort of work. The, way. Technically the way the NCAA words it is, you can't pay them for Yeah, but the NCA is so irrelevant now. They have nothing exactly. to do. They have nothing to do with anything anymore. They're not Yeah. They have basically washed their hands of this and now they're irrelevant. And NIL and the portal basically stand for everything that the NCA has been against since its Correct. inception, which I find kind of ironic. And the other thing is uh coach XYZ at uh I'm going to say Iowa City. Okay, we're just going to use the University of Iowa City, okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. He might go to a booster and say, hey, because that coach cannot 
be associated with the NIL, but he can go to that booster and he can say, hey, we need to come up with yeah. X, X amount of money for this kid. Yeah, you can do that. But also, though, let's say there's a five-star that says he's got a connection to Iowa football or something, and they've got yeah. a chance to get him, and he says, yep, I'll go, but I want a million a year for every year I'm there. They don't just do that. They would have to get Kirk's approval because Kirk, Kirk may not want a five-star who's demanding a million dollar. He may not want that on his program. So Kirk still has say, even though they're not responsible for raising the money, if that makes sense. Correct. Cause at the end of the day, there's, there's one bus driver of that whole program and it's Kirk, it's Kirk. you know? So, I mean, he's, he's making that final decision. They're just not using their money. money for, they're not using Iowa football money. All the money that's in the, in the NIL, that's donor raised money. Correct. And that's the other thing where like people are saying, well, they're getting all this money from TV. The university is getting all this money from TV deals and stuff. The university cannot pay the student athlete that money. You know, they can't use that money designated aside for NIL. It has to come from you, me, Tom. It has to come from donors. Hunter, yeah. Captain, yeah. that stuff. Donors. Yeah. yeah, that's where the NIL money comes from. Yes. It's not from money that the that they can't take money from beer sales at Kinnick this year and put it in an NIL fund. No, they can only, it all has to be donor driven money from people who are not affiliated with the university or other than their fandom, their fans. They may be graduates of the university. I'm sure your buddy's a graduate of Iowa, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are graduates and whatever, but they're not directly affiliated, but no, it's all separate money. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think some of those deals that NIL deals that kids work out with, Carousel Motors or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just a, or KCJJ Radio, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They might have a clause in there. If you don't play, then this money's coming back or well, whatever. But the plane to me, though, it's not it. as much the plane as if you don't stay. I mean, to me, That's if you if you deal. punish a kid for getting beat out of tapes, nobody forced you to do the NIL deal with this kid. If he doesn't meet your expectations on the field to take away his money, to me, that seems kind of petty and cheap. But if a kid leaves, I don't. He shouldn't get. He shouldn't a get his nil money. He shouldn't get a nickel. That's how Correct. I feel about it. But if you get beat out, I, I think that's a little harsh to take away your money. Exactly. So. Yeah, I agree with it. So good conversation. All right, yep. yeah, appreciate it. What's going on Friday? So yeah, all right. thanks, guys. Thanks. So what time's he on Friday? Uh, I believe ten fifteen. Okay, okay. So that means we can get Karn and everything, all the important stuff in before the calls. And <laughs> there you um, go. And and I, I can't find anything on Spencer Rattler, no, so I, he must be staying. Spencer San- Well, for now, I mean, it could yeah. change. Spencer Sanders is the quarterback that I think you're thinking of. He's the Oklahoma State quarterback who's really good. I did see a tweet where he had entered the portal, and somebody had his stats, and he had almost ten thousand, ten thousand passing yards and almost two thousand. Um, Rushing yards. I mean, just a lights-out, really experienced quarterback. If he was coming here, he would be the savior of Iowa football. Mm-hmm. I mean, but so somebody will get a good quarterback with him. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who Wisconsin gets. If they got someone like Spencer Sanders, watch out. I believe that's his name. I want to double-check to me. But Wisconsin, they need a quarterback. I mean, they do. It, Graham Mertz. Where's is... Mertz going, do you think? Oh, gosh. I saw something yesterday, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I can't imagine. At this a, point, it's, spe- it's speculation. But do you think so. there's a huge demand for Graham Mertz? Um, at the Power Five level, there might be a little demand for him because it's reputation from before. And you know they can just say, "Well, it's Wisconsin's offense. It's okay. not very imaginative." And okay, here's blah, the blah, Spencer blah, blah, blah. Sanders. It, it, I love these statements that these kids make when they enter the portal. I mean, it is, 
It is with a heavy heart that I am announcing my decision. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's with a heavy heart and a heavy wallet. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Breaking. Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders tells me he has entered the transfer portal. The four-year starter threw for 9,553 yards and 67 touchdowns in his career. He has one year of eligibility. Think Six, about his stats. 67 touchdowns. And now he's on the open market. If someone's going to get him, and someone probably better than Oklahoma State who needs a quarterback will probably get him. I would think so. That's the kind of guy that's going to drive a high price, and I think he's going to have, like I said, I would imagine if you're Wisconsin, you're hoping he could come in and do a Russell Wilson. You're going to better back up the Brinks truck. To oh, get you're going to have to probably spend, you know, I don't know if you're going to have to spend maybe 500000 Maybe, who knows? It'll be interesting wow. to see. But that's the one number. I, I don't think your buddy's going to be telling us how much. Uh, no, probably But we not. can ask him. It's a fair it's question. Sure. And if he doesn't want to answer it, he doesn't want to answer it. And then that's what we call him a wuss. Just, and I call him an NIL wuss if you will not give us the figures. <laughs> but, no, I, I, this will be an interesting conversation. I, I do want to ask him, though, one question I want to ask him. if Let's say there is this five-star that Iowa just happens to have a connection to, and he's like, I am yours. I just told Alabama I'm going to Iowa, but it's going to be a million a year. They have to get approval from Kirk before if they decided they wanted to raise that type of money. But what if Kirk says, I don't care if you got the money. I don't want that type of prima donna on our roster. I think that's. That's it, don't you think? Well, that's another good question. I think that is a good question. Because yeah. Kirk's got to decide who they go after. It's not his money, but he, but they... I, I would think so. There has to be a, a meeting of the minds. Yes. yes. I don't think these NIL donor people are going after people without getting consent from the Iowa football team, if that makes sense. It does. Don't you think that's how it probably works? Absolutely. Look at it now. Starting to clear up. Burning off. It's going to be another beautiful day, guys. We are a week into December, and the weather has just been. What's the extended look like? You got like for the next. Are we going to get into mid December without anything major? We are still looking at 40s uh, through Monday. Great. Actually, Tuesday, 50s. I mean, that's almost mid December. Yeah. Well, they said this was going to be a very mild one. You know, though, like late January, early February, we're going to have like three three weeks of frozen hell. Oh, yeah. Frozen hell. Captain will be underneath that desk crying because the weather will be so bad. Well, and because we've got such mild weather, it's going to even feel worse. Well, the thing is, though, but that's when you say to yourself, but it's already, to me, every week we can buy in late November and December where it's like this is a victory because it shortens winter. Yes, absolutely. It shortens winter. We've already had a very short winter compared to other times where we've been miserable in November. Right. This is extended fall as far as I'm concerned. I keep saying I go to the store to buy a steak and say this is the last time I'm barbecuing, and now I'm going to be barbecuing again tonight. There you go. So, now it looks like uh, Cade McNamara is going to be here this weekend. He, well, Thursday. He as tweeted, well as Eric All. Yeah, he tweeted Iowa City Thursday. I reached out to Eric All yesterday on text message, but he didn't respond, which I which I didn't spread. you got to try. And, yeah, though my guess is, but can Iowa, since he's not officially on the roster, the rules, can Iowa recognize him courtside tomorrow so he can wave to the fans? What I, that Those are the rules I don't know. He's not technically on the roster yet. Uh, as Grad transfers, they can come in and they can uh, sign. But can week. they be reckoned? Can they? I don't know. I don't know if they. If that's an. I see, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But he tweeted that he's going to be in Iowa City. Through my guess is he will be at the Iowa State game. Don't you? If they sign on Thursday morning, could they be recognized Thursday night? Yeah, I, sure I would think, think so. so. I would think I so. I sure think and so. Is that why he's coming in to sign, or is that just speculation? It's speculation. Let me see, but yeah, he did tweet. I'm going to see. He just tweeted Iowa City 12-8, Yeah, well, they're coming in on their official visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, my guess is he's coming in partly. They want to show him the basketball game. Yeah, 
the crowd at the uh, at the at Carver because it's going to be crazy. Carver mm-hmm. is and um, so yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, he's got to sign at some point. And Eric, all the Michigan sites are already reporting. They're not. Yes. They're basically saying he's coming here without confirmation, though. They're basically That's right. they're ba- they're leaving. Uh, they're leaving. A, it appears. They're leave. They're always putting a word in there to where if it ends up being different, they can say, "Well, we never said official." Until he signs on the dotted you, line, you don't. You, know. you don't know. But and he's not commented. He, I haven't seen him quoted anywhere. But these people saying, "Oh, we're taking another Michigan." Eric All is a proven Big Ten tight end. He had over 400 receiving yards his, in 21. He would help Iowa. Absolutely. He and Lachey would be a great one-two punch. So the people picking at that, there's plenty of other stuff to pick about Iowa football. Leave that stuff alone. The men, you know, the people saying, "Oh, we're just getting Michigan backups." That's not fair. Well, he was uh, one of uh, Cade McNamara's favorite targets. Yeah, but and the problem he was is roommate. The problem is though, they've had a star emerge at tight end. Yes, the freshman from out west, Loveland. He's really good. And plus, school. Well, they got him. Uh, Eric All is. I will acknowledge to these people. Both guys are leaving Michigan, yes, because they're not playing as much as they want. But they've done stuff before. They're not just career backers. They're proven commodities. They're proven commodities that did get beat out. Yes, I get yep. that. Yep. Alt's probably third, but still, I think they can help Iowa. I mean, Iowa is not really in a position to be turning down a lot of players like Cade McNamara and Eric All if they want to come here. No. They're not in that position. Do you, I'm guessing Alabama wasn't interested in either one. I'm guessing, guessing Ohio not. State wasn't interested. I mean, Eric All's from Ohio. If they wanted him, they could have probably maybe gotten him. I'm guessing not. But Iowa has to, you know, they, they, they can't be real choosy. Hello? Hey, sorry if you guys have touched on this. I'd just say able to turn in or tune in. Uh, do you see Jeff Brahms? Looks like he's going to Louisville. He is going. I, I mean, I Oh, had, for sure? He is going. Um, I well, had just, seen. I just saw that they were finalizing a deal worth about $35 million. Well, then that means he's going back to his hometown and yep. his alma mater. And I thought he would maybe stay at Purdue because the Big Ten is, is just a better football conference with a better TV deal. But you got to do what you got to do. I mean, Louisville is in the ACC. And Purdue's chances of winning the Big Ten going forward when USC and UCLA get here are pretty slim, just like it is for Iowa. Yes. But here I had not. But, yeah, I thought maybe I was okay. hoping he would stay. Okay, now who gets the Purdue job? Jim Leonard, maybe. I don't. I. I. I They'd be in, under consideration, probably. If, maybe if unless they can get a proven head coach. Yeah. Somewhere else, it'll be interesting to see if Purdue has that kind of drawing power. Because mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to. Iowa didn't. I mean, Iowa when Hayden left. It's not like proven Power Five coaches were knocking down the Iowa door to be the head coach there. No, we got the main well, Black Bear coach. Well, they got Kirk Ferentz, Don Patterson, Chuck Long, Bob Stoops, and who was the fifth one that interviewed? Not sure. Those were the five that interviewed. There's one other one that I can't remember who interviewed. God, it's um, – but, no, it's not like Power – and those were all great head coaches, I think. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what – Purdue can do. I also think Brom, I wonder if Brom thinks, man, this is as good as I can do at Purdue. I think absolutely. This is as good as I can do, and it's so damn hard to do it here. I just can't keep up with this. At, at Louisville, I'm going home to my hometown, to my alma mater. Back up and the it's not like they're in the MAC. It's not like they're in the MAC. They are no. in a Power 5 conference. So... About that just I think it. it's uh, the time is right, and obviously the money is right. What if, what if Phil Parker, what if Purdue went after Phil Parker? I'd be extremely bummed. 
I don't think they will. I think they're going to want to try to be a more offensive-minded coach, but it'll be interesting to see how well, high Purdue can go. If they do, then I hope we go after Jim Leonard as a defensive coach. I think Jim Leonard's going to the Packers. I, well, I kind of do too. From what I've read, but that stuff I can change. I kind of do too. I just know they're not happy with their co- defensive coordinator, are they? No. And not. I know Packer fans love Jim Leonard because they're Wisconsin fans. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> Jim Leonard's going to have his options. I'm going to see if there's anything up on Brown before we call it. God, it's already 1030. This actually went pretty fast today. Someone has sent me a text saying Terry Allen. What about Terry Allen? Yeah, Maybe it was meant to be sent to someone else. I oh, know. Terry Allen was the fifth coach that interviewed. That's oh, right. thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he thank was the you, fifth thank one. Thank you, thank I you, thank you. I knew there was one other. Yeah, it was Terry Allen, Don Patterson, Chuck Long, Bob Stoops, and Kirk Ferentz. Those were the five, and I'm not knocking any of them. Bob Stoops, as great as he was, he wasn't even a head coach yet at that time. It's not like they were picking between power five juggernaut coaches. Sure. And I think Purdue's probably in the same situation. Let's see. Jeff Brom, and this Chris Lowe is very connected. Jeff Brom and Louisville are in the process of finalizing a deal to bring Brom back to his alma mater as head coach. Sources tell ESPN the deal would be for six years in the $35 million range. Brom has been at Boiler Football for the past six years. Jeff Brom and Louisville are fine. Yes, yeah, six years, $35 million. Five. That's a lot of money. Five and a half million a year. I mean, that's, a, a, that's, just, that's a lot of money. And I think it does say he's going back to his hometown. Yes. I can I can see it. I like I said. I was hoping. Well, he, he almost stay. did this the last time. He did this? Uh, yeah, almost the last time. And so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see because Indiana might. I I wonder if Tom Allen did enough. I mean, Indiana went four and eight. Yeah. Last year they went what two and ten. Last year they were and they were predicted to be a, yeah, a player I, last I year. I wonder if Tom Allen if they give him another year because he is such a respected person and a respected defensive coach. I wonder if he gets another year. Could you imagine Indiana and Purdue both hiring coaches at the same time? It'd be interesting, that wouldn't it? That would be it? interesting. But, yeah, it looks like yeah. – I'm guessing there's some Iowa fans that are happy to see Jeff Brown go. I'm one of them. <laughs> Even though they had his number this year, they beat him 24-3. to uh, No, I'm so, totally one of them. All right, well, anything else? Uh, well, go Hawks tonight. And go Hawks I tomorrow. I wonder what time, 7 o'clock? Tonight is 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. And then the men are 7 o'clock yes. tomorrow. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The women versus Iowa State should be a fun game. Should be a heck of a basketball game. And what game. channel? Um, it is on. Um, Not sure. It's sh- right up on the sheet up there. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So ESP, that's ESPN2. Okay. Yes. And okay. then tomorrow the men are on FS1. Okay. So. All right. Well, there you have it. And then we'll be back on Friday to talk portal and whatever else i'm sure that's going to be a great conversation nil portal well i'm sure there will do you think there will be any more additions and subtractions from hawkeye football by the time of friday's show what's your prediction they've lost eight right now i'll say one i don't know I, who it coming will be. or going or coming or going oh no well, well by the time friday rolls around um you think they'll lose anyone i think we'll lose one more i don't know who offense or defense um defense okay and uh, any any coming in, I don't know if – obviously, you can leave a lot faster than you can get signed to go somewhere well, else. Well, if Eric All is coming in to visit, and I mean, that news will break. If he signs, he's going to tweet it. And you know there's probably 50 websites following if, his every move. If he signs Thursday or Friday morning, It'll yes. be out on social media before yes. the ink's even dry. That, yes, that's right. You know, I mean, it'll probably be out before he can even tweet it. 
yeah. himself. Because, oh, I true. mean, there's, like I said, people racing to be the first one to do that. It's really kind of funny. Well, I, I sure hope that happens because then you, you get two solid people, albeit injured. I just wish you would stop <laughs> bad-mouthing Michigan and stuff. He's yeah, the, there must have been something that happened there. Well, I, he got I beat out. I don't know what it was. He got beat out. And I think he maybe lost the job partly through injury, which is, you know. Mm -hmm. But he just, this kid from, this number 18 has really emerged as a really good tight end. So I think there's some bitterness involved. It's human, but I just, it's a bad, I just don't think you accomplish anything by tweeting bad about the place you're leaving. That's just me. And I I tend to agree with you. And I got to give Iowa fans, most of the Iowa fans, the comments I've seen underneath, like Justin Jacobs, have been very supportive. There's always an idiot or two, but a lot of times you don't even know if those are Iowa fans. But the Iowa fans that have responded to the guys leaving the program have been very mature, very respectful, and just saying, hey, would love to see you stay here, but good luck. And that's good to see. Absolutely. That's good to see. So I praise those fans. Good sportsmanship. I agree with you. Okay. um, HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. 